This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair in 64 at the KVOM studios. Today is Thursday, the 28th of September, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we'll see sunny skies today, a high of 93. Overnight clear, our low 65. Sunny and 93 on Friday. Friday night's low, 64 under a clear sky. And Saturday, sunny and a high of 95. Now listen, we're going to stay in the 90s for the remainder of our seven-day outlook with overnight lows in the 60s and no mention of any rainfall. Partly cloudy and 64 at the KVOM studios right now. Let's send out congratulations this morning to our employee of the day. It is Sharon Edwards, and she is retiring from yesterday's. Obituary announcements this morning. Reginald Reggie Lamar Hammond, age 43, of Moralton, died on Monday, September 18th. He is survived by his siblings, Tracy and Michael Hammond of Texas, parents Tyrone and Jonia Hammond of Plummerville, his widow, Kakisha Hammond, son Braxton Hammond, stepdaughter Jamia Perry, and a host of family and friends. The funeral service for Reggie Hammond will be Saturday, September 30th, 11 a.m., at Moralton High School Devil Dog Arena, 701 East Harding Street in Moralton. Visitation will be Friday, September 29th from 2 to 6 p.m. at the funeral home. Burial at Menifee Community Cemetery by Larry G. Ackland Funeral Home of Conway. Florence J. Hervey, age 68, of Moralton, died on Wednesday, September 20th. She is survived by her children, Michelle Conway and Bronda Wolf, both of Kansas City, Missouri. Chantrell Relliford of Raymore, Missouri, Zuri Wright and Damian Wright of Moralton, 17 grandchildren, five great-grandchildren, and a host of nieces, nephews, cousins, and friends. Visitation will be Friday, September 29th at Vance Wilson Jarrett Funeral Directors from 4 to 6 p.m. Celebration of Life Service will be Saturday, September 30th at 11 a.m. at First Baptist Church in Moralton. Arrangements by Vance Wilson Jarrett Funeral Directors of Moralton. Charles Lee Part, age 72, died on Thursday, September 21st. Visitation will be today, 4 to 6 p.m. At Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Directors, funeral service will be Friday, September 29th at 1 p.m. at St. Matthew No. 3 at Blackwell. Dorothy May Howard Mullins, age 76, has died. She was retired from Tyson Hatchery and is survived by her husband, Gordon Mullins, their children, Thomas Wayne Mullins of Hattieville, and Sherry Lynn Lavoy, two brothers, five grandchildren, and five great-grandchildren, along with many nieces, nephews, cousins, and other friends. The family will receive friends today, 6 till 8 p.m., at Old Hickory Baptist Church. Funeral service for Dorothy Mullins will be held at the church Friday, September 29th at 2 p.m. Burial will follow at Friendship Cemetery by Nils Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Lawrence Edward Ridgway, age 100, of Mayflower, died on Sunday, September 17th. Funeral service will be Thursday, September 28th at the Harris Chapel with Brother John Chapman officiating. Burial will be at Campground Cemetery immediately after the service with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Marjorie Eubanks Tipton, age 88, died on Sunday, September 24th. A funeral service will be held today at the Dardanelle Church of Christ, Visitation at 1 p.m., funeral at 2, burial at Brearley Cemetery at Dardanelle 
by Cornwell Funeral Home in Dardanelle. In lieu of flowers, donations may be made to Southern Christian Home or to Camp Cottle. 7.35, it's fair and 64 at the KVOM studios. On our way to a high of 93 with sunshine today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch at 736, Fair and 64 at the KVOM studios. As many as a few hundred thousand visitors could be coming to Conway County next April for the Great North American Solar Eclipse. Those people will need a place to stay overnight and several groups and individuals plan to house guests on makeshift villages and campsites on their property. If you're hosting an Eclipse Village, Conway County Emergency Management Director Steve Beavers reminds us that you must apply for a permit and register the site with the county. There is a uh, procedure. We have a county ordinance that regulates those villages. Uh, we also have an application that needs to be turned into us so we can notify all of our first responders where these villages are so they kind of know where to expect large uh, congregations of people. And those applications could be picked up at the county judge's office or at the OEM office at 117 North Division Street. The applications will be considered by a county committee. And County Judge Jimmy Hart says only the locations with 10 or more campsites will be required to apply for a permit. The Conway County Sheriff's Office was able to seize approximately 100 pounds of marijuana during a traffic stop on Interstate 40 early Wednesday morning. Deputy Kevin Moore was on patrol and had probable cause to conduct a traffic stop of an eastbound white BMW. During the stop, Deputy Moore developed reasonable suspicion that the driver was involved in criminal activity. As a result, canine Dalgo was employed for a sniff that resulted in the seizure of the marijuana that carries an approximate street value of $300,000. The driver was taken into custody and charged with possession of Schedule Six substance with intent to deliver. CHI St. Vincent Moralton is joining other hospitals and clinics in the St. Vincent system this week in celebrating 2023 Heritage Week. Employees, volunteers, medical partners, board members, and supporters of the Moralton Hospital enjoyed Bubba-Cue on Wednesday, a barbecue meal prepared by hospital administrator Bubba Arnold. The hospital has held a cookout for its employees and the local medical community for about a decade now, and Arnold says it now takes place in conjunction with Heritage Week. We started this not long after I got here, and I wanted a way to kind of celebrate the teamwork that goes on, not just here in the hospital, but in the medical community. And in September of every year, St. Vincent's has Heritage Week, where we celebrate our heritage as being part of St. Vincent. So uh, it works out just just perfect to be able to, uh, to do it during Heritage Week. This year marks 135 years since the founding of the St. Vincent system. St. Vincent Infirmary in Little Rock began caring for patients in 1888. The Moralton Hospital became a part of the St. Vincent system in 1994, and the name was changed to CHI St. Vincent Moralton in 2011. St. Anthony's Hospital was established in 1925 by the Benedictine Sisters at St. Scholastica Monastery in Fort Smith to serve the health care needs in Conway County. 
In addition to Little Rock and Moralton, CHI St. Vincent also includes hospitals in Sherwood and Hot Springs, a continually developing 37-acre ambulatory campus in West Little Rock, a network of 80 primary and specialty care locations, 300-plus affiliated physicians, and the state's largest group of cardiologists. The Arkansas Division of Workforce Services, in conjunction with the Bureau of Labor Statistics, announced this week that Conway County's preliminary unemployment rate declined two-tenths of a percentage point, from 3.9% in July to 3.7% in August. The jobless rate in Perry County increased a tenth of a point, from 3.4% in July to 3.5% in August. For both counties, the unemployment rate is higher than the state average, which increased one-tenth of a percentage point in August to 2.7%. The United States jobless rate rose three-tenths of a percentage point from 3.5% in July to 3.8% in August. 740, let's check markets with Doug Cahill of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, stocks closed near the flat line on a quiet day in terms of economic releases. The Senate voted Tuesday night to advance a short-term funding measure to avoid a government shutdown, which would provide funding through November 17th. However, the proposal would still require a final vote in the Senate along with approval from the House of Representatives raising concerns on the likelihood of approval. On the economic front, durable goods orders rose by 0.2% month over month in August, ahead of expectations for a slight contraction. U.S. small cap stocks were the standout today, rising about 1% and outperforming large cap peers. Yields finished the higher the day higher with the two-year Treasury yield rising to over 5.1% and the 10-year yield closing around 4.6%. The Dow closed at 33,551, down 68 points. The NASDAQ closed at 13,093, up 29 points. Volume was moderate as 977 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was down 15 cents to close at $14.87. Bank of America was up 10 cents to close at $27.27. Deer and Company was up $4.73 to close at $384.36. Intergy was up $0.05 cents to close at $93.25. Under Armour was down $0.01 cent to close at $5.97. Simmons Bank was down $0.08 cents to close at $16.29. Regions Financial was up $0.07 cents to close at $16.94. Southwestern Energy was up $0.20 cents to close at $6.38. Tyson Foods was down $1.16 to close at $50.11. Walmart was down $0.78 cents to close at $161.72. Live Ramp was down $0.41 cents to close at $28.65. And Natural Gas was up Five cents to close at two dollars and eighty nine cents. Precious metals were mixed. Gold was down twenty five dollars and eighty cents to close at eighteen hundred and ninety four dollars an ounce, and silver was down forty cents to close at twenty two dollars and eighty cents an ounce. I'm Doug Cahill with Edward Jones, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce will hold a ribbon cutting this morning at ten at My Plan Store Drafting and Design. 305 East Broadway in downtown Moralton. Elliot's Mexican Grill is holding a fundraiser to benefit the Conway County Shop with the Cop program. Tonight, Elias will donate 15% of its sales between 5 and 8 p.m. to Shop with the Cop. The Moralton Planning and Zoning Commission meets tonight at 5.30 at City Hall. 
Tomorrow we'll see application deadline for Entergy Arkansas's Low Income Home Energy Assistance Program. Go to getlyheap.com to learn more. The Arts Council of Conway County presents its production of Into the Woods at the Rialto Community Arts Center in downtown Moralton, Friday and Saturday nights at 7 and Sunday afternoon at 3. Tickets for each show are $20 for adults, $15 for students. Those can be purchased online at rialtomoralton.com. Pettyjean State Park is hosting a Great Arkansas Cleanup event Saturday, 8 a.m. till noon. Volunteers meet at Pavilion A. All supplies will be provided, and the cleanup will conclude with a cookout lunch, door prizes, and T-shirts for participants. And the Stony Point Community Association will hold a pie supper fundraiser Saturday starting at 6 p.m. at the Stony Point Community Building. Well, we once again want to remind you that the KVOM mobile app is gone. Now you can enjoy your favorite EAB radio station like KVOM in a new place. It's where you'll find high school sports audio and video streams, podcasts, so much more from all of the EAB radio stations and other media outlets across the state. It's the new EAB media app, and it puts everything at your fingertips. Your radio stations, your sports, your podcasts, your Arkansas. Download it now on the App Store and Google Play. It's also one of the many places where you can hear the podcast of this newscast. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Approaching 745, it's fair and 64 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on Close Up, we'll visit with Jennifer Zanino and Felicia Davenport with the Cleveland Community Park. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning Newswatch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswatch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. The Marlton High School volleyball team plays host to Pulaski Academy for a central conference action this evening. A university match starts at 4.30 p.m. from Devil Dog Arena, followed by the varsity match. Marlton High School tennis team plays its final match of the regular season today, taking on Clinton at Marlton City Park at 3 p.m. Marlton Junior High football team goes on the road tonight to face Clarksville. Eighth grade game starts at 5.30 p.m. and will be followed by the ninth grade game at 7. Marlton High School football team makes its longest trip of the season tomorrow night. The Devil Dogs play at Watson Chapel. Marlton looks to move to 3-1 in the 5A Central against a Wildcat team that's looking for its first win of the year. Kickoff is scheduled for 7 p.m. We'll have all the action for you live here on 101.7 KVOM, online at kvom.com, on the EAB Media app, and on the Marlton High School Dog Tracks page on YouTube. Our coverage gets underway every week at 5.30 p.m. at the Perry County Coca Show. That's followed by the Electric Cooperatives of Arkansas High School Game Day Show and the Double Dog Coca Show before our live Lexicon pregame show from the Haynes Home Center studio at approximately 6.45 St. Louis Cardinals dropped game two of a three-game series in Milwaukee 3-2 last night. The Cards play the Brewers again today in their final road game of the season. First pick at 3.10 p.m. pregame at 2.15 on 99.3 FM, the Eagle. The Arkansas Travelers came up short in their bid for the Texas League 
championship last night. The Crabs lost the deciding game three of that series to Amarillo 9-1. Crabs will open the 2024 season at home on April 5th. And look at weather on this Thursday. Current conditions in Marlton. Humidity is at 100%. With calm winds, bear market pressure 30.01 inches. Our low temperature this morning, 61 degrees. High yesterday was 95. A year ago today, low was 49. The high was 84. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year, 41.94 inches. Our sunset this evening, 7.01. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 7.04. And forecast calls for sunny skies today. Afternoon high near 93 degrees. Clear and 65 for the low tonight. Sunny and 93 tomorrow, 95 on Saturday. But currently low to mid-90s for highs next several days with overnight lows currently in the mid-60s. And no mid-convenient rain in the extended outlook. Right now... Fair skies, 64 degrees in Marlton at 749 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Marlton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. It is 752 now on KVOM. We're joined on a close-up interview this morning by Ms. Felicia Davenport and representing the Cleveland Community Park. And good morning to you. Good morning. It's good to have you in once again. We talked to you and, uh, and Jennifer, I guess, right before the big... Uh, Cleveland Days Festival, and uh, which is uh, really a fundraiser for for the the park that'll be coming there to Cleveland. So, how did that festival go? The festival went really well. We had a great turnout. Friday night we had a little over 400, and oh. um, which was was very pleased. But we just want to thank everyone for coming out and supporting us uh, with the park. We raised over eleven thousand two hundred and four dollars, and that will go to the park fund. But whether people bought raffle tickets or T-shirts or concert tickets or made a donation, we wanted them to know that we greatly appreciate all the help that they yeah. they gave us. Yeah, that is great to have that uh, kind of support there. So that uh, hopefully that can go uh, a long way to the to the park. Yes. Kind of where are we now as far as uh, you know, we, we have a few park, upcoming so. events. Um, October the 31st, we're going to have a trunk or treat starting at 6 o'clock, running until 9 o'clock. Um, we'll have further details on that if everybody would go to our Facebook page, Cleveland Community. Um, and you'll find those there as well. And also in December coming up, we are going to have a Christmas in the park with Santa. Okay. All right. Some exciting uh, holiday events to uh, certainly look forward to there on all that will be at the at the park. Absolutely, yes. Everything will take place at the park. All right, so good deal. And so happy the uh, the Cleveland Days was was such a success. That is uh, that's tremendous and really shows uh, the people are behind this uh, this project and, yes. and really want to see it uh, want to see it happen. So. Yes, they do. Everyone was very well pleased. Everybody's excited, looking forward to what's to come. We have lots of plans in store. All right. 
and uh, again so next uh, next big event crunk or treat and then we'll have the Christmas in the park so a lot of uh, exciting things and um, are we kind of construction underway uh, as far as the the park or do we need where it's going fun still uh, well it's going to take a little time we've got to get a few blueprints done and get a few things in line before we can actually start construction but everything is in plan and we'll be moving forward with it soon all right the wheels uh, wheels are in motion absolutely sure. so once again over eleven thousand dollars at cleveland days and that, that will uh, that will, that'll be an annual event so we'll be doing it will again. be all right looking forward to that again next year and all the other events that will be taking place to uh, to help uh, raise funds for the park and certainly looking forward to uh, the park itself coming to uh, to Cleveland. So Felicia, anything, uh, any other updates or anything else you want to pass along this morning? Not that I know of, just like, like I said, everybody go to our Facebook page, Cleveland Community page, and all of our details will be there to follow our events coming up. Okay, all right, check it out, Cleveland Community on Facebook, and Felicia Davenport joining us this morning talk about the uh the update there at the park and the success of cleveland day so thank you so much thank you very much for having me it is 756 now on kvom you've been listening to kvom's morning news watch the podcast edition